Hi, my name is Katherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life, and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. Are you seeing everything you need to see clearly? Do you see where you need to go in every direction? Or are you so focused, you're like a horse with blinders on? It's interesting to talk about. So let's get started. So when we look at where we want to go and what we want to do, for some reason recently, I have remembered a story. We were redecorating the house and my mother came over and we were looking at wallpaper and she sits down and she's got, she's like, boy, this is really dark wallpaper. The color's kind of funny. I don't know that I like this very much. I'm like, this is really light wallpaper. In fact, it had a white background. And she says, no, no, this looks really dark. I don't know that I like the colors in this very much. I looked at her closely and I said, would it be because you have your sunglasses on? And she stopped and she goes, oh, whoops. You know, you hear the term rose-colored glasses, which makes everything look more perfect and wonderful than maybe it is. But would do we ever talk about wearing sunglasses? I know there's that funny song of being cool. I wear my sunglasses at night. You know, imagine if you wear your sunglasses at night, it is much darker. But what I'm going with this is wearing your sunglasses in particular circumstances and not noticing it. When we're so convinced that what we're seeing is the truth of the situation due to our perspective of either wearing rose-colored glasses or sunglasses, or the person that we're talking to is wearing rose-colored glasses or sunglasses, are we noticing that? We've all had this happen. Don't say you haven't. We've walked around saying, where are my glasses? Where are my glasses? And someone finally says, they're on your head. They're on your face. They're in your hand. We don't notice when this happens. We think we do, but we don't. We get so caught up in our own minds. We get so caught up in the thoughts swirling around that we don't stop and think to ourselves, wait, I'm showing her white background wallpaper with light pastel colors in it, and she's saying it's too dark? Do you stop and think to yourself, maybe it's me, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I don't see it correctly. Maybe I'm the person who can't see what's going on. Maybe I'm got too much bright light on it. Maybe I don't see it right. You start asking all these questions, questioning your own reality, questioning what you see, that sometimes we miss the moment of looking and saying, what is their perspective? 
How are they looking at it? And when I stopped and said, uh, could it be that you're wearing sunglasses? <laughs> that she stopped and went, oh, that's right. Because I stopped and noticed that and said it, that she stopped, took the sunglasses off and said, oh, wait, no, this is really nice. This has got a nice bright, it really brightens up things. Two seconds earlier, it was dark and gloomy. Do you see where I'm going with this? It's not just how we perceive things, but those around us or those that we interact with. And it's not only that, but what about the perspectives that are so narrow that they can't see any other opportunities around them? Have we ever been in this position ourselves? Oh, I guarantee we all have. We're so focused in only one thing of doing things because the masses are doing it that way, because the leaders we're following say we need to do it that way, that we just do it. And to me, I see it as the horse with the blinders. When do we see horses with blinders? We see horses with blinders generally in the carriages in cities or busy parks and things. And we see horses with blinders when they're in horse races. Now, I'm not a big horse racing person, but I do know that the blinders are to keep them focused forward. So these blinders are shutting off the peripheral vision. Now, horse's peripheral vision is apparently much more extraordinary than ours. But if you imagine that you had these boxes, these walls right against the cheeks of your face that went out even a few inches, let imagine even a foot, even a centimeter, you would miss things. Who puts these blinders on? I think is the question we need to ask ourselves. Now, in the horse's situation, the horse doesn't put the blinders on, nor do they say, you know, it would be very helpful for me as I walk around the city to have blinders on so that I'm not distracted by traffic and possible treats people are carrying around that I might want. Horses don't say, you know, in order for me to stay focused while I'm racing against other horses, I'm going to need blinders so that I may stay on track to where I'm going. Horses don't decide that. Humans decide that. Leadership decides that. People around them decide that. The way it's always done decides that. You may even say historical evidence decides that, saying, well, in our experience, in historical experience, horses race better and become winners by having the blinders on and not being distracted. Horses are safer and are more relaxed in the city and parks when they have blinders on. Okay, so it's for their own protection. All right, okay, I can go with that. That's fine, that's fine. But what about for us? Is that what we're doing? Are we afraid to break out on our own? Are we afraid that some other innovation or idea that's maybe not fully tested might kind of get in the way and distract us? Are we afraid that if we see what others are doing, it may confuse us? What are we afraid of? Why do we need blinders? And when are we putting blinders on? I want you to think about this. When are you wearing sunglasses and when are you wearing blinders? Who's wearing the sunglasses around you and who has the blinders on around you? 
who's putting the sunglasses on you or convincing you that your view is through the sunglasses and who is sharing the perspective of wearing blinders, convincing you blinders is the way to go. I think it's a good question. I don't think we ask ourselves these questions often enough. See, I find change tends to be the catalyst for when these moments happen, whether it's change in the surroundings, the circumstances, man-made or not, whether it's opportunities that are just outside the range of maybe the community that we're in or something completely new. You know, there was a time when the internet was like this totally unknown thing and email and and all these things were just outside people's range. Now you can't function without it. No airplanes were one of those things. What? An airplane? Who You can't fly? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And now everybody's been on an airplane pretty much. It's the normal way to fly. Now, I think we need to realize that when we put on sunglasses, it means we see it through a darker perspective. We may be the only one wearing the sunglasses and seeing it that way. And when other people say, no, don't you see it this way? And we're so convinced, no, no, no. But we don't even realize the sunglasses on our eyes. And someone points it out and you can either be open and say, oh, wait, maybe there is another perspective. Or like some people, I do know, that will say, no, I don't have sunglasses on. I don't know where you get that crazy idea. And I will say, I don't know, it's because sunglasses are on your face. And there will be some people that will argue you to death and say, no, they're not. And you can stand them in front of a mirror and they will tell you up and down, those aren't sunglasses. I'm the crazy one. So we have to be very careful when we adventure out into the world as entrepreneurs, as innovators, as futurists, as thinkers into new opportunity. Now, of course, there is the risk that we may all be wearing rose-colored sunglasses, But that's another topic I believe I've covered before, and I will cover again. What I really want you to think about is when there is mass catalyst change, whether it be just with yourself, you're starting a new business, you've started up with a new group, you're taking on a new project, you see an opening in the business world, or something major in the world is happening. I don't know about you, but... That sounds kind of weird and futuristic, right? (laughs) Innovation is about having the blinders off. Innovation is about knowing and recognizing, admitting, seeing, and realizing you have sunglasses on or even rose-colored glasses. And knowing when you need to have your blinders on. I think this is an interesting thing that I want to make really clear. Now, when we talk about the horses to make sure that they are very focused, we do talk about focus a lot in running a business and starting a new project or doing anything new that we need to focus our energy on. We talked recently about making sure you don't look in the rear view mirror, always look forward. So we talk about the horse with blinders You know, it's kind of an interesting thing because they can see farther than we can in peripheral vision. So is that the way to keep them from looking in the rear view mirror? In a way, maybe. 
But when I'm talking about blinders here, I'm talking about when you need to spend some time focused on a single thing to get done. Not focusing in so tightly that you isolate your ability to see anything else. You isolate yourself so much that you don't see anything that's happening around you. You don't see the changes and amazing innovation. You don't see the conversations that are happening of new directions and opportunities that may be coming up for you. That's not how innovation works. And that's how you miss opportunities. The blinders are there for when you need to buckle down for a bit and focus on a project, when you need to focus on a direction. It's also there when we have a habit or we're in a situation where we can be easily distracted by other things going on. You know, I hear a lot from clients where they've committed to too many things. They filled their freeway up with too many cars. The traffic is heavy. They can't move forward. And now they're that horse with no blinders on the road and traffic's going back and forth. They're in Manhattan on a back in the olden days, busy day. People are rushing back and forth. There's people on bikes. It's crazy busy. And this horse has no blinders. They're getting distracted by everything, thinking cars are coming at them, people are coming at them, bikes, they can't stay still, they get panicked, they get nervous, they get uncomfortable, they lose direction, they lose focus. And the safety of themselves and other around them is in jeopardy. Now, you may not end up in physical danger, but you are setting yourself up for mental distress, I will say. Being that when you are in mental distress, you end up getting yourself all mixed up, in trouble, spinning out of control, often making poor decisions, and just losing ground in all direction. Because now we've got everything coming at us. We're committed to everything on the planet. We have to be at this and that, and we don't now, we have so many directions we're committed our time to, ourself to, our thoughts, our creative, our innovations going in so many directions overwhelm sets in and now the weight of the world is upon us so then what might be a good time for blinders what do you think so let's think about blinders in this way we put the blinders on and what does it do it stops us from looking at other stuff so if you think about how you put these blinders on yourself not by someone else not someone else's perspective you are making the choice to put blinders on when you do that you are choosing to have your focus in a particular direction. Now, if you look at a horse's blinders, they're not feet. They're only, you know, a couple inches. You don't have to have huge blinders. Maybe sometimes you do. And maybe you're a person who does need bigger blinders. But if you just need small ones, you can still see. But now you cut it down to smaller focus. You cut it down to a clearer direction. All these other things aren't coming at you. You may have had to get rid of all of them. And that's what the blinders have allowed you to do. You've gotten rid of them. It's allowed you to make that choice and clarity and direction. So then what? I think the question now is, do you know the difference between when you put blinders on and when someone puts blinders on you or when someone else has blinders on and they're sharing their perspective in such a persuasive way that you don't even realize your view now is through their blinders. 
Is this now a bit of a tongue twister? <laughs> I could see how that is. So imagine that you're having a conversation with someone and instead of sunglasses, they have blinders on, but you don't really notice. Maybe they're invisible. Maybe they're clear. So unless the light catches it, you don't see it. And you are discussing with them direction you want to go and things you're doing and innovative ideas. And you have them all laid out on this big wall, this big, I love these kind of big wallpaper. I put it up and I write all over it in color, of course, in colored pens. Imagine you had a wall covered with all these big pieces of paper with all your ideas on them individually. So you have one that says I'm doing this and one says here's another opportunity and one says here's another opportunity and they're looking at it and they look and say, it's a bad idea. And you say, which one? And they say, the ones I'm looking at. All, they're all a bad idea? Oh, yes. All a bad idea. She should not do this at all. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. Shouldn't do this. And you say, well, can you talk through it with me? Nope. Nope. They just look bad. And so you ask a little bit more. And you begin to realize that they can only see two out of the maybe 10 on the wall. And you say, well, what about these other ones? Nope, don't see them at all. I mean, you don't see them at all. Nope, I only see these, only see these. So are the other ones bad ideas? Not, I don't know. Whatever you've got here is a bad idea. How often does this happen? I've actually had this happen where I come to realize they can't see, they can't comprehend, they aren't able to connect. There's something in the way of hearing, seeing what I'm presenting. There's some disconnect there. And I realize that if I take their feedback, then I'm not getting real feedback on what I'm actually proposing. And there's some disconnect there. Now, is this a disconnect on how I'm presenting it? It could be. Maybe I need to line them all up in one wall just so they can sit in their blinders. So this is something to stop and think about. Is this happening a lot with a specific person in a specific situation where when you present to lots of other people, they see everything and can give feedback on each individual 10 ideas I have? Is it one situation? Is it one group? Is it an individual that has blinders on when they look at it, but everything outside of that sees everything you have? So does that mean you need to change your message? I think it's something that you need to really think about. Do you? Don't you? I can't answer that question. Only you can. Are the groups, is the person, your perfect customer, your perfect person to give back feedback to you? If not, then like I say, hooray, because if my not perfect customer is saying this doesn't speak to me, I always go, oh yeah, I'm doing something right. Because if the people that are not my perfect customer, they may be a great friend, they may be somebody I respect, whatever, but they're not my perfect customer and they're like, oh, I don't like anything you're doing. I think to myself, oh yeah, I'm doing something right. And my perfect customer goes, ah, uh, this is awesome. I really like it. I know I'm going the right way. So you have to remember you need to evaluate this information you get back from people. You need to evaluate it clearly. You need to look at it. You need to check and see, do you have blinders on? Do they have blinders on? Are you seeing the whole thing clearly? 
Do you have sunglasses on? Are you being negative? Do you walk away from that going, oh, all this work I put in, these 10 ideas and I really flushed them out and not one single one is a good idea. Oh no, you know, negative Nelly coming on here. Whereas if you hear the other person going, oh, these are all horrible and they can name all 10, they're all awful. Why are they all awful? I don't know. They just look horrible. I would never want to do that. And they can't give you a lot more, but complete negative talk. Then are they wearing sunglasses? Being pessimistic, by the way. Or is someone, I'm going to do rose colored for you. Someone, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, even if you purposely tell them something that's not working well, oh, it's the world is beautiful. Unicorns fly and there's flowers everywhere and glitter. And you realize, wait, I'm not getting good feedback from them either. Here's an interesting trick I do. I will send or speak on something I want feedback on. I leave in specific things I am confident are wrong with it. Things that should be pointed out as something that doesn't work or that is incorrect. If the person says, it's beautiful, it's amazing, and I say, hmm, I left three obvious things in there that's wrong with it, and they gave me no feedback on that, then I'm going to be honest, I don't really look at their feedback a lot. Because if they don't point out, you know, brown writing on a black background, I just can't see it. And they go, my God, it looks amazing. Did you even look at it? If they don't notice that I spelled my own name incorrectly, if they don't notice that the link I put in doesn't go anywhere, they didn't really look at it. They're just rainbows and stars. Now, sometimes rainbows and stars are great. But when I'm asking specifically for feedback, then I'm asking for feedback. If on the other hand, somebody is like this, oh, well, this is wrong and that is wrong and this is wrong and that doesn't say this right and this doesn't speak to me personally and I don't like this and I don't like that. There's two things that could be happening. One, they're not my perfect customer and I may be testing to see who this speaks to and who it doesn't. The other thing that may be happening is I caught this person on a bad day or this is my sunglass pessimist person who thinks it's a bad idea for me to do about anything all the time. And they may have no clue what it is I'm about to do, have no idea about what my business is. And so they're looking through their own perspective. They've got their own blinders on of what they're afraid of and what they don't want to see and what they don't want to know. And then they have sunglasses on top of that. That sounds awkward, doesn't it? Blinders and sunglasses. Maybe sunglasses go on first. <laughs> but they go into that and it's just negative, 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 negative. And we've all had that. But if you can mix negative with positive, saying, I like the way it's laid out. There's a couple lines in here that don't really speak to me. You might want to try this. I think the direction you're going is good. I might change this. I might change that. You know, the color background is hard to read. You know, you give really good feedback. I'm going to take that. I'm going to use that. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to move forward. Are you doing that for yourself as well? I think this is something I really want you to think about. I'm going to say, I don't think I want you to think about this. Are you giving yourself fair feedback? Are you giving yourself clear feedback? Do you have blinders on? Are you wearing sunglasses? Can you see where you're going clearly? Do you know when to wear the blinders? 
Do you know when you're supposed to be focused? Do you know when you're too focused? Are you even asking yourself these questions? (laughs) I think that's, I will say, I don't think, I know. This is what I want you to do. Start asking yourself these questions. Ask yourself how you're seeing things. And then when you get feedback, ask where are they coming from? Sometimes I ask them directly. Sometimes I already know. But when you see the feedback, think to yourself, okay, is this my perfect customer? Is this not? Does this person have a track record of giving me good feedback or not? Does this person have a bad track record of giving me feedback and I wish they would stop? Sometimes we know those people. Is this person giving me really helpful feedback? Well, generally, if that person's giving me really great feedback, that's the person I always go to. I hope you enjoyed this and I hope it helps you because we are in an exciting moment of innovation. This is a moment when we have such extraordinary opportunity to be innovative, to try new things, to not be in the horse race, to not have to wear blinders because everyone's running this race with us. Is it possible we could break free? Is it possible we could do something new and different? I say yes. And I say go for it. Because these are extraordinary times of opportunity and innovation just depends on how you look at it. Thank you so much for listening today. I will be announcing some exciting new things coming forward. That's going to take this podcast to the next level and possibly some other exciting things for you to ask your own specific questions to be answered on this podcast.